Okay. Um, okay. Hello. So we're here. I have Fran here with me. Um, and Fran, I have to explain how I met you because I think it's okay. a really, pretty funny story. Not funny, but funny. Um, so I used to date your daughter yes. <laughs> when I was 16 years old. Like, I think it was like, yeah, I was that young. Um, and so we've known each other since I'm 16. I'm 33 now. So how many, do the math. I don't know how many years that is. I have no idea, but very, a lot of years we've known each other. And 17, um, 17 thank you. I'm really good, really good at math. Um, so I dated your daughter. She was my first girlfriend. And that was how I met you. And mm -hmm. I remember like, you know, you have four children, two of which I was close with, John and Danielle. Danielle introduced me to Alicia, who I dated. And um, I remember when I first like was going to meet you, Danielle was telling me like, oh, my mother's into like all this witchy shit and like, <laughs> ghosts and, you know, whatever. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And she's oh, like, were you scared? I was at first. Yeah. Aww. I'm like, is she going to like hex? Like what's going on? Ghosts, like ghosts and shit. So I started dating Alicia and um, I remember meeting you and um, I definitely remember immediately like hitting it off, mm -hmm. with you. but mm -hmm. you guys were like moving and then you moved to Arizona and like they stayed here for a little bit. Um, and I just remember I was at like a, a, a crossroads. I had just come out of the closet because nobody like to my family, nobody knew until I started dating Alicia. And I was like, hey, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> so I was like in transition there. And I was I grew up Catholic and um, never resonated with the Catholic religion or any organized religion just because of, you know, what. Mm -hmm what people, I get it. how people are. Yep. And, um, and I remember the first time visiting in Arizona was really the first time that you and I really like connected. Mm -hmm. And um, we would go outside for cigarettes. I mean, you obviously remember, but we would go outside for cigarettes and just sit outside for like two hours. I don't even know where Alicia was the entire time. And like you and I would sit outside and just talk for hours about religion you, you you introduced me to basically you put me on this path that I'm on right now like spirituality and intuition and all meditation everything like I wouldn't I I truly and I say this in other podcast episodes I wouldn't be here if I had never met you like oh, I, don't say that no, no you would you're gonna make me teary-eyed don't go there <laughs> But it's no, but I genuinely feel that way because you were the one who opened my eyes to like there's other things out there than what like what you were brought mm -hmm. into, the religion you were forced into. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and you really opened my mind to things. You you I remember you giving me my first meditation CD. Like back then it was CDs. Oh, and, I did? Yeah. I yeah. remember that. Uh-huh. You were the first person to do that uh tarot readings like you were the first person to read my tarot card like just everything you introduced me the law of attraction the secret it was it all goes back to you um and I've mentioned you before but now to have you on is like pretty dope to me so um yeah you like you you were like technically my first like spiritual mentor definitely uh -huh. 
Um, so, okay. So that, you know, the weird thing is though, yeah. Like you took to it, like, you know, you did, you absorbed every conversation you absorbed my children. (laughs) Oh my, come on. Oh my, come on. Um, You know what I mean? Like they do that shit, but you did. So you were like every, cause everything is divine timing and you were ready. You needed that foundation of just being, and you were open to it and you ran with it, honey. Oh my God. You know what I mean? You yeah. ran. You, well, I remember the first conversation. I don't remember what we talked about, but I just remember how I felt after talking to you, like for the first time that we actually sat down. I'm like, oh my God, like it took a lot of fear out of me. It took a lot of like, cause I had the fear, literally the fear of God in me. Like I'm going to hell and you know, all of this stuff and talking to you really, um, I was just excited that there was another. There's another point of view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another point of view. Another yeah. Path. And, yeah. and I like... knew that though, because I, I felt that off you. Yeah. And that nothing breaks my heart more than that, than people who are taught. If you're not like me, you're not good enough. Yeah, that shit I can't handle, especially in young people. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, yeah. And I, I knew it. I, I, I literally felt it off you. And I knew we were supposed to sit outside smoking cigarettes for three hours talking about all this crap. You know what I mean? I, I knew it. But you did. Like I said, you did. You like absorbed it. I saw the little light bulbs go off, you know? Um, yeah. So did. they went off good times it was good times and (laughs) and like it's such a it's kind of like a full circle moment like because a we've known each other we've we've remained like okay yeah within the last how many years 17 years yeah I can't within the last 17 years that we've known each other of course life has happened we've gone a year two years whatever without speaking but we've Mm -hmm. always found our way back Mm -hmm. um and I think that also is like fucking incredible like to me it just feels like we were don't get me wrong I loved your daughter when we were dating and I like truly did and I felt an affinity like I felt um very connected to your entire family Mm -hmm. but it was always like you and I don't know if we knew each other in a fucking past life or or, could could have been I don't know I don't know what it is because we but I and I find it weird too how like you said, we could go like a very long time, not even text message a year, two years, three years, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like I'll text you like, you know, <laughs> you've been popping in my head and you're like, holy shit, I've been thinking about you. So it's, I like everything that's happening now is meant to happen. It, you know, it's just, we were both being pushed to this, you know, me because of the whole, you know, I don't want to be on camera kind of thing. <laughs> which by the way i'm very proud of you this is, this is big yeah. so is danny because this this is huge for me because this is not my my thing but um yeah it's it's really interesting when you take you take a step back and you look at how we did meet you know everything that transpired then how we you know went our separate ways for a while and then we hooked back up and started connecting again and here we are now it's just like i love shit like this yes yeah, so you know, i do I, I i love how things work out yeah yeah and it's it's you know i think it's just a funny story um it's like oh how do you know friend oh, i dated her daughter but like 
but it's, it's, it's also yeah. incredible. And like, I think a testament to, um, how genuinely connected I always felt to you mm -hmm. because we've always, you know, found our way back to like, yes, even if it was just throughout the years, like happy birthday or yeah. happy Merry birthday. Christmas or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you taught you basically like, I've mentioned you before in previous shows. Like, I don't, I don't think I mentioned you not by name, but like oh. when people ask me, you know, like, Oh, what got you into this stuff? I, it always goes back to you. I'm always like, Oh, you know, I dated a girl in high school and her mother was into all this stuff. And, you know, she blew my fucking mind with like, she read me for filth, you know, like, and, uh, read my life. And I was like, Holy shit. It is real. You know, <laughs> I know, I know it's, you know, I've had those moments too. And I like the one moment I would say when I was, you know, I was already into all this stuff and you do get moments where you're like, okay, I know you're there, but you're not listening to me. You don't hear me. I'm still stuck in shit and my life still sucks. And, and I remember I was so angry one day and I just took like anything metaphysical, threw it in a box and shoved it in my closet. And I remember I was taking Alicia and Danny to that store. Oh God, Rainbow was it? Oh shit! Off of Sunrise Highway, that little yeah. clothes store. Yeah. And it was in March, so I purposely said this, and I said to them, I was like, "Okay, if this shit's real, I want to see nine million butterflies. Show me nine million butterflies." Like very cocky, you know? Because <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, March. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. So show me nine million butterflies. So we go into the store. Danny wanted to go to that store. We go in there and they're shopping and they take clothes into the dressing room, standing outside the dressing room. And this little girl, maybe 12, comes out with a shirt on. And she's like, excuse me, ma'am. She's like, does this look okay? And she was young and it was a little too revealing, I think, for, you know, so I, I just said to her, I was like, well, honey, it's a pretty shirt. Had a butterfly on it, but I didn't notice it at the time. I said, but you're, I think you're a little young for that. You know, I don't know if your mom would like that. So she went back in the dressing room. Danny and Alicia come out. Now, I am literally not paying attention. It's how oblivious I am. <laughs> Standing in the middle of a store, and they're like, I can't find anything. I can't find anything. And I think it was Danny. It was one of them said to me, you know, everything's got butterflies on it. And I looked at her. I was like, what? She's like, Mom, look. You know, like they had up by the ceiling those racks with all the clothes hanging. Yeah. Everything they had on there. Jeans, shirts all were covered in butterflies. And I just stood there and I was like, holy shit, I'm sorry. Okay, you're real. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. But thank you, because I needed it in a huge way. Yeah. And so, sometimes... yeah. No, you it, go. It, it, when you ask, you do get it. You may not get it the way you want. I, in my head, was like, okay, I so want to see butterflies flying around in my yard or whatever. But there were butterflies <laughs> on every freaking piece of clothing every piece of clothing in that store and I was just like literally blown away there was your there was your nine million butterflies yeah so there and I went you know like tail between my legs take all my stuff out of the closet got my crystals back out you know you're like oh all right sorry god damn it I asked not like not too long ago about a year ago I asked the universe if a specific girl was right for me I was like, please, like, I want to sign within this time frame. 
Um, and I don't want to miss it. Like make it beware, by the way, anybody out there ask, you know, this, but anybody out there playing with this stuff, beware when you ask for a sign that you don't want to miss because you won't miss it. So Mm -hmm. I was like, just, you know, if she's for me, make it, give me a sign that I can't miss. If she's not for me, give me a sign that I can't miss. I pull into my school parking lot and like, I'm not a shitty driver at all. I pull into the, like an idiot. Somebody was parked hovering the line at like, you know, the, the parking line. And I thought like I could clear it. Well, I didn't. And when I pulled in, I hit that bumper and I was like, well played universe. All right. I guess she's not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true though. You do have to be careful. Yeah. I know a lot of times, um, like when people would say, you know, Oh, I just asked the universe, you know, give me patience, give me patience. And I'd be like, no, <laughs> no. Cause what they're going to do is going to put you in a situation where you have the opportunity to show patience. You don't ask shit like that. Right. You, you just, you know, cause you literally get what you ask for. Yes. You, you just do. That's just how it is. Um, and you do have to be careful, but I love, I love though, every, even the ones that weren't so positive, like all the signs and, you know, I, you, you, how could you not? How yeah. could you not? I mean, you look like you look at it in hindsight and you're like, I get if you're, if you're open to it, you're like, mm-hmm. ah, yes. Okay. I get, I get why that had to happen, you know? And, um, a lot of people think that they, they can ask the universe for shit and it's just going to like, like in the hunger games, it's going to drop from a, <laughs> from the sky and just show up. Yeah. It's yeah. lessons. You got to learn the lessons, you know? Yeah. Um, mm. yeah, absolutely. You, you taught me that too. You, you also taught me the fucking, one of the, I think one of the biggest things you taught me was, well, you, I mean, you fucking taught me so much, but one of the big things that sticks out in my head that you taught me is, um, like when the universe hand is trying to show you your shit. Um, if you're not paying attention, first it'll throw a pebble, then it'll mm. throw a rock, mm. then it's going to throw a fucking boulder. Yeah. And um, anytime I've been throwing a boulder, I'm like, yeah, friends, friends yeah. said this was going to happen. And I think we've all had the boulders, you know, yeah. we've all had those. We've all had boulder moments where we just are human side. I just, it's our ego, I guess, you know, just doesn't want to, it's like, I want what I want. Yeah. Even though we know they know better. Right. We still push it. It's the truth. Would you, would you consider yourself, you're a medium, right? Yeah. I'm not, well, see, I even, I find it hard to even say that because I'm not like a, a John Edwards or whatever. I can't, like he'll have people around him and then people just start coming. I can't make it happen. <laughs> it just happens. They come to me whenever. And I don't know if it's because I haven't really tried. I don't know, but I just kind of go with the flow, you know, and when it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm sure if I got my brain quiet got into that you know that space i'm sure i could just call on people yeah um 
yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's different for me. I, I don't know. I don't know why I don't, I think it kind of scares me too. I was a little just bit. about to say that. Mm-hmm. And it's not that the other side scares me whatsoever. I'm more comfortable with them than I am with humans. You know what I mean? It's just even ghosts. I'm more comfortable with them than humans. But um, I think the whole thing of being seen as a medium, you know, scares me. Well, once, I don't know if you have this too, and you've been doing this for way longer than I have, but like once you start developing your intuition and you start giving people readings and you're pretty spot on with them, do you notice that like for every farting thing, people come to you for like, Fran, what does this mean? Fran, but, and like that as a medium too, when you start channeling, cause I've also channeled people's dead relatives by accident. And um, when you start going there, mm-hmm. they're constantly like people constantly flock you know, and they want info. Yeah. they want. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I love like when it is happening, I absolutely love it. It's just, it literally fills my soul. It, 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 there's just something about that, about just knowing that, yeah, we keep going on. Yeah. They're still here and just feeling their energy, you know, and then giving that person who's suffering like a little bit of peace, yeah. you know, whatever they get from it. Um, yeah, I do. I love that. I think more than anything. I yeah. do. It's, I just, I don't, well, see, this is my problem. Oh, see now the info is coming. <laughs> so thank you, Miss Tori, because now you're helping me. So basically my problem is, yeah, I don't want to be like known, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, but wouldn't you say, oh, uh-oh, when the student becomes the teacher. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, teach, teach. Wouldn't woman. you say though that that fear mm. is like ego-based because that's where fear comes from, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's, I feel For like- a previous lifetime. Yes, yeah, something like that, like karma or, or something where, I mean, I have it too, you know, like I have- with my tarot, I don't think I'm good enough yet to like, um, do live. No, and I keep telling you, you are. Right. So, and we're both, it's so funny. <laughs> we're both like, I'm like, come on, come on. And you're like, come on, come on. <laughs> so maybe that's why this is happening. Right. Because you need to know that you are an excellent reader. Thank you. And because you-, you are, you flipped for me. Thank Many you. times. Oh my God, I know I was so scared. But you were spot on though. Every time. Every time you were spot on. I'm getting nervous just thinking about it right now. What? <laughs> but See, you but you too though. People need to know yeah. who you are. I think personally. Okay. I, well, I know I know that I am being pushed. And I don't, you know, I don't want um I don't want the lesson to come the hard way. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to go with the flow of whatever the universe sets up because I know I'm being pushed. And I know, and the funny thing is because I've had readings with, you know, other psychics and mediums and stuff. And they will say, why are you doing mediumship? Like, why are you doing readings for people? I don't know. I don't know. You've been throughout the last, 17 years that I've known you 
um you've been so fuck every fucking time you've been spot on just like from uh, when my grandmother was in the hospital i remember mm. one time you you did a reading and then another friend was dying and you're like you did a reading and then like my own anxieties i've, I've come to you and you've always it's just always been like it's always been an um, um, validation for me too, because anytime I question my faith, I'm like, yeah, but that time that Fran said that thing and she was right, that can't be a fucking coincidence. You know what I mean? But you're so good for my ego right now. You have no idea. <laughs> what I'm loving here. this shit. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's funny. But no, you are. You're good at it. And I love it. I literally love it. Like now um, I'm working from home. I type scripts on the computer, which is, you know, I don't want to be whiny about it because I'm very fortunate. I work from home. I could even like split up my hours, work four hours in the morning, four hours at night if I want. You know, I have a lot of flexibility, so I shouldn't be whiny about it. Do I whine about it? Yeah, I do. I do. Because it doesn't fill my soul. Yes. It's a a paycheck. It doesn't fill my soul. Yep. And... At this point in life, you really think that I should be at the point of, because I know how shit works. Yeah. Just step out of the comfort zone. Just do what I love. The finances will follow. I'll yeah. always be taken care of. And I, I do believe that. I believe I'll always be taken care of. I just got to step out of my comfort zone. So this is my big step here. Just so you know. Like I, I took said. my first big step with you. Yes. <laughs> Again, it's full circle. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah. like I said, I'm, I'm proud of you. Seriously. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. And, and you know what, you're right about that too. Like in my own experience, um, I left a job that I was, that was like s- severely debilitating anxiety stricken. And um, I left with no plan. And I was just like, this is not, how I want to live life. And I have to get the fuck out of here. And it was at the, um, like the cost of having to hear my family, you know, basically like berate me a little bit. Like, are you stupid? You had benefits. You had this, I had everything lined up, you know? Um, and I was like, it doesn't do it for me. And I've been just pushing through for years and years and years. And now I'm finally at a place where I'm like, Oh, I'm doing this full time. Like I, here I am, you know, and I just leaned into what I loved. And even for me now, it's still hard. Like society tells you, you got to do a certain thing, you know, everybody, yeah, everybody does. Right. And I think for you, like, like I said, you taught me so much that there is so much to talk about. Like you could literally get on and just on a video, on a podcast, any, whatever it is. Whatever I do have a lot of stories now that, you know, I'm thinking that, cause we've had like a lot of, I mean, even my kids have seen like that Lindenhurst house. Yeah. There was some, there was a lot of shit going on in that house. I, I know. I remember there was a lot. Alicia, um, and Alicia wasn't necessarily a believer, but I remember her telling me a story. I'll, you know, I'll tell you, every one of my children have it. Every one of them do. Danny embraces it full heartedly. Yeah. Um, I feel like she always did. She always did. But I really believe she, she was definitely like a witch in another life. 
Oh, she's, yeah. you know, oh, absolutely. I mean, I have a picture of her. It was, I think it was like the second grade Halloween parade. You know how uh, Daniel Street used to do the Halloween parade with all the little kids? And she was dressed as a witch. And I have a picture of her. She was so happy. She was like literally glowing, this kid. So, but yeah, they all have it. They don't all embrace it. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, which is fine because it's, I think a lot of shit that happened in that house scared them when they were younger. You know, it just, it just did. Um, that's why now, like with Evie, which God bless her mother, you know, that kid sees something or, you know, like she woke up in the middle of the night one time crying and, uh, Mariella went into her bedroom and Evie was crying and she asked her, she's like, baby, what's wrong? And she's like, um, he, he's scary or something like that. And Mariella was like, oh, who? And she said, the man by the door. And Mariella was like, oh, there's somebody by the door. And she's like, yeah. She's like, well, you just tell him to go. This is your room. You know, instead oh. of it's a bad dream, you're not really seeing it. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing to tell. Cause yes. As in a, like, I used to be afraid of it too. And now I'm just like, use me. <laughs> but like, when you do that, <laughs> I'm like, I'm your bitch. Just do it. Give it to me. Um, but you see weird shit. Yeah. So like yeah. now when I see or feel dark shit, you, again, you taught me this. You just, you don't belong here. Get yeah. out, leave. And they like have to listen. So for, for her to tell your granddaughter that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. amazing. That's yes. her, her embracing it too. Yep. Cause I feel like yeah. there's a stigma behind all, all of this stuff. Well, if you think about it, I know definitely when I was younger and, um, Oh, actually, I think I may ask you to flip on this for me. Oh, I got you. When I was younger. Okay. So I was raised, you know, Catholic, uh, God, hell, devil, all the whole, you know, whole thing. Yeah. And there were nights where I would wake up in the middle of the night and be literally paralyzed with fear because I knew something was there. Mm-hmm. It was a weird, and my mother would get so mad at me because I would run into her room and I'd be like, I have to sleep in here. I have to sleep in here. And she's like, go back to bed. There's nothing in your room. You know? And I'm like, no, there's somebody in my room. There's somebody in my room. And I never, and I don't know why this is coming up now, but this is so weird because I haven't thought about this for years, but I never knew what it was. I don't know who it was or what it was, but I mean, literally paralyzed with fear to the point where there were some nights where I was so scared. I would literally pull the covers over my head and I would ask God to just take me because I couldn't handle the fear. It was like, okay, I'll just take me. God, just take me. Just take me now. Yeah. So no. I don't know what that was about. Um, you were probably feeling shit. Cause now that you're saying it, I'm remembering like, Oh shit, I've slept like as a child. Like that's how I used to yeah. like, because yeah. I was just afraid. I wonder what I, I'm wondering though, if it was something negative or if it was just, you know, my guides or somebody from the other side. And I just, because you were taught that all that stuff was, you know, the devil bad yeah yeah but like, especially if you thought you were a bad kid it was like oh satan's here to punish me yeah i definitely thought i was a bad kid you know what i mean so i was like oh shit satan's here to punish me 
So no, that's probably what it was. We're taught to fear it. We're taught to, you know, and there's a re I think there's a reason for that too. Like why the church, the churches do that because that's stepping into your power. So you're powerless when you're full of fear, you know, and you're leaning into yes. that. And so they and you rely on somebody else for guidance when you're scared. Yeah. So it's, yep. yeah, no, all that, all that crap. And I, you know, and it's funny because I never, I mean, we were forced to go to church, you know, like all little Catholic kids were. And I remember sitting there and I never was comfortable. But I remember when I would look, I would, we would go to, um, oh my God, what was that church? Our Lady of Grace? Yep. That church. And um, Jesus was on the cross, right? They had that big cross with yeah. Jesus on it. And that's, I would sit there and I would look at him. And to him, I, I had a connection with him. I was it's so, okay, keep going. But I don't, couldn't even tell you what the priest was talking about because I never paid attention <laughs> to it. But I would just sit there and look at him. Yes. And I would, as a little kid, I'd be thinking, okay, but so why did they hurt him? Why did they do that to him? And then there was the statue of Mother Mary. Yeah. You know, and it would be like, okay, so why did she let them do that to him? Like I had all these questions that you never got. You were yeah. never told, you know, you never got them. It was just like, oh yeah, Mary was pregnated, not having sex. Jesus died for our sins. So. Yeah. That's basically go to church, take the sacrament and, you know, go to confession, which was another thing, which terrified me. As a kid. Yeah. And don't like, how do you do that to children? I mean, come on, you know, you're in this little dark box. Right. <laughs> and you have to tell some stranger that you said, yeah. God damn one. Yeah. I used time. to make shit up <laughs> because if, well, if you didn't do anything, you know, and this is like how screwed up the whole system is to me anyway. I would go in there. I would make shit up, you know, if I, because I hated that little dark box and then him sliding the thing over and, you yeah. know, yeah, I, I hated that whole thing. So I'd make shit up and he'd say, okay, go say, you know, two Hail Marys, whatever. And I would come out and I would kneel down and this is, <laughs> I guess I was twisted. I would like watch to see how long somebody was praying when they came out of the confessional and then you're to like, see, like how bad they were like, wow, they had to do some nasty shit, you know, yeah, they've been sitting there a while. Inhale Mary's. <laughs> holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That, I hated that whole thing. I literally yeah. hated that. I thought that was horrible to do to kids. Um, but you know, yeah, my mother was yeah diehard Catholic. And I also remember when I was 18, I worked at a um, catering hall. We had a Catholic wedding on Good Friday. Oh, God. And they, and this was, I was already, I mean, I was not, I wasn't going to church anymore, but I was still in that whole, don't eat meat on Friday. You know, that whole, I, yeah. I literally was still, did that stuff I was programmed to do. Still believed, you know, God, devil, you go to hell with you, whatever. And the priest got up there because they were serving prime ribs for dinner. And he got up to the microphone and this is what he, he was like, I just want to tell everybody that I know it's good Friday, <clears throat> but I prayed and it's good. We, you could all, you're good to eat meat today. And I remember thinking, all right, so I was always raised. It's a sin. You don't eat meat on Friday. That's just, you just don't do it. So 
how did he just make it okay if God said it's a rule? You know what I mean? Like if God said, no, don't do this. How does this man get up there and say, oh, don't worry about it. Right. Enjoy. <laughs> it's, just- it's, that, it's that hierarchy. And that was for me with the Catholic. And I want to circle back because I do want to say you specifically do work with like the entity, Jesus Christ. Like you've done healing work. No, I've never said that to anybody, like very few people, Tori, but okay. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> comfort zone friend push it right over the line oops <laughs> but like you do you have you yes. you have that connection yes with, you know always like I, have you yeah. always and like i don't not that i don't know if it's my relationship with the catholic church i have more of an affinity for some reason with archangel michael like that's mm-hmm. that's my boy mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah um but like i don't know if jesus is the 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 deity would you say i don't even know that's like i don't know if that's one of your guides or whatever but he's there i know he's there with you you know i don't know if he's one of i've never even thought about him as being one of my guides or but i do remember because uh and when we were in lindenhurst i used to religiously um meditate every day after work it was 30 minutes would tell the kids look unless somebody's throwing up or bleeding do not knock on that door I did it religiously every day. And then it was like, it was so weird because he just started coming into my meditations. And the very first time, like I'm in my, you know, meditating and he's just like right there. And I'm like, uh, okay, this has got to be me. Like got to be me. Yeah. And every, it was like every day he would come in, he would come in, he would come in. And the way I knew that it wasn't me is because I've never felt that kind of love ever in my life. And I don't think you can in the human body, probably. To me, that's what it feels like on the other side. It has to be. Because it's just, yeah, I literally got addicted to the meditations with him. Because of the feeling. Because of the feeling. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just something I, I can't even, you can't even like put it into words. Yeah. But once I got to the point of, and it was weird because I didn't tell anybody. And I had a friend who was psychic and she's like, are you keeping something from me? And I'm like, no. She's like, no, I think you are. You can't I'm fool like, a psychic. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> she's like, no, friend. I just keep getting this little nudge that something's going on. And I was like, okay. I'm not crazy. I don't want you to think I'm crazy. And I I told her and she was like, Oh my God, I think that's awesome. I'm like, well, you know, it's Jesus. You know, it's (laughs) like, it's Jesus. (laughs) She's like, yeah. And your point. And I did in the meditations, I had said to him that like, why me? Like, like there ain't nothing special about me. Like what, why me? And he was like, why not? And at that moment is when I realized, because we're all taught, right? Jesus is up on the pedestal. Mother Mary's up on the pedestal. Like everybody's up there and out of reach. And when you get rid of that, that I'm not good enough for them to come to. They come. You know, yeah. I think I've blocked him out a little bit 
because I'm, you know, I have a lot of animosity toward the Catholic church and like, Mm -hmm. which he has nothing to do with. Right. And that's, that's exactly the point that I'm trying to bring forth is that like the Catholic church and the organized religion, you can be against that and still understand that these beings exist in spirit Mm -hmm. and it it needs, I I think personally, it needs to be separated because the Catholic church. Absolutely does no good for the like for spirituality at, at its no. core um because it, they do teach you you know like jesus it, you worship jesus you have to give, you fall at his feet when really you know he's a and he's man. not he's not like that he's <laughs> his energy is just he's funny you know he's <laughs> like so down to earth um the closest portrayal of Jesus, I would say that I've seen is in that. Have you ever seen that movie, The Shack? No. The John. It's Springer. kind of a brutal movie. Mm. Um, his daughter gets murdered, and um, he's angry at God and everything. And God sends him like a little note to go meet him at the shack where his daughter was murdered, basically. And Jesus is there, and he does meet God. It, it's a beautiful movie. It's really, I mean, you need tissues for it. Um, but that portrayal of Jesus is the closest, I think, to reality, you know? So yeah, yeah, he's not completely different. And I remember in my meditation asking him if it was the way it was like in the movie passions of the Christ, that whole, that brutal scene. And he said it was very close, but why do people fixate on that that. part of my life I just got when that was a very short part of his life yeah right and very short yes and I think again a lot of the true mysticism and spirituality and like what we really should be focusing on gets lost with the bible per se because the bible is a man-made thing yeah And also religion, organized religion as a whole, which is a man-made thing, you know, it's, it's been kind of skewed. And so again, like I've seen, I remember the, I I saw Archangel Gabriel, like literally right there. And I remember texting you, we probably hadn't even spoken in years. And I'm like, Fran, I need to talk to you. I haven't spoken. Hi, how you doing? I hope everything's been great. But like, you're the only person I know that would have an answer for this. I, and I, I perceived what I saw as a woman. Um, I perceived Gabriel as a woman also. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And like, you know, I'd never, I never even, all I had heard from you was Archangel Michael. And I don't, I never Googled what Archangel Michael even looked like. So I didn't even know this character existed. And I wake up one day and he's right. She was right there, like bright as ever, just like doing what, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, hey, everything's gonna be over. And I'm like, what the fuck? And um, I texted, I remember texting you. I don't know if you remember this. And I'm like, okay, so boom, I saw this thing and this is what it looks like. I described her. I'm like, it was a woman. She looked just like this and like, was dressed like this and you're like that's archangel gabriel i'm like isn't that a dude and you're like well some people perceive sometimes in some 
religions because they're all connected right yes um they, there's just different names and whatever in some in some practices archangel gabriel is neither archangel gabriel is both archangel gabriel is mm-hmm. a woman or whatever yeah. and so i googled you're like google a picture and i google archangel gabriel i'm like that's the fucking that's what i saw <laughs> and i'm like for me to see that i had again and i'm still angry at the catholic church and things like that so i had turned completely away from mm-hmm. the catholic church and anything having to do with it for that to come to me, I didn't ask for that. You know what I mean? That was one of my confirmation moments. Like, oh, okay. Like I didn't ask for it. I didn't know who this thing was, what it was, what it meant. And um, I say it to say like the two are separate, but you can, it's not, it's nothing against your beliefs. It's really against the organized religion behind those beliefs, if that makes sense. Now, if everybody like what wasn't raised in any organized religion, it would be normal place to see Archangel Gabriel at foot of your bed. It would be normal to see Jesus in a meditation. It would, you, you know, it would just be the norm. It yeah. would be normal to speak to your loved ones from the other side. It would be normal to heal someone with your hands. All of it would just be normal, which is why you know, my mother, you know, she always used to say that church just gave her a sense of peace, which is, that's fine. That, you know, if that's where you need to go to find your peace. You know, I'm not going to say don't do it, but, and even my mother, I really think she was psychic just, but she was raised Catholic also. So, you know, it wasn't called that. It was called, what she say? I could read people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't psychic, but she could just get a feel for people when she met them. Okay, <laughs> whatever. That's intuition, but <laughs> all right. We'll call it what you want. So you know, so I get, I understand that you know, like my mother, but she didn't know another way because right. she was raised that that's the only place you can get your peace, or you can, you know. So if that stuff wasn't around we would all still be able to find our peace in our meditation, in our singing, our writing, whatever it is, because we've all got something. Cause I don't think meditation is, you know, like the whole, it doesn't have to be that way. Although I do do it that way. Sometimes for me, it could be refinishing furniture. You know, it's like right. your brain gets in the zone or cleaning, you know, it's just when your brain is in that zone of you're not thinking about anything that's when you're connected. That's when you get your information and it could be anything. And I just think it's a shame that for God, for eons, people have been taught, you know, no, you have to go to church to feel this or whatever, or for God to, which is another one for God to love you. You got to come on. Yeah. Come on. Right. (laughs) And where, and, and a lot of the times I think the church separates us from God. And I don't know if it was this, I'm not sure if you, like, you might've taught me this too, that we all have God within us. We are created in his image. We have those capabilities, Yes. but the church kind of separates us from that. Almost to me, it's, you know, a means of control because we we all are gifted. You taught me that too. Um, We're all psychic. We all have the ability to be that. 
Yes. Um, but we're taught to kind of, we're taught to turn away from it. And in essence, we're taught to turn away from ourselves and who we truly are on a soul level. And, um, and hate anybody who doesn't follow those rules. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and to me, you know, I've, I, it's so funny, like having the spiritual awakenings that I've had throughout the years, I have a conversation with my father who, who's very much so like, um, crit, crit, critical of a, what I believe in my practices and stuff like that, but also the trans community. And I've had the gay debates with him and I've sat there and I've schooled cause I I've asked him, you know, I've looked at him and I've been like, okay, so you, you're very Catholic and he'll be like, yeah. Okay. So you believe that we have a soul. Yes. Do you believe that the soul has a gender? No. Okay. So the soul is the essence of us, correct? Yes. Okay. So then how does it make sense if you believe that we all have a soul and that's your religion, like that's what you believe. And how does it make sense that this soul loves this soul and that this soul recognizes that that soul is, it doesn't matter, like beyond the body, Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. spirit. So if I'm a woman and I'm in love with a woman, according to spirit, that doesn't matter anyway, because it doesn't exist in the spirit realm. So like mm-hmm. when you, pr- when you bring it to them, it's, they're like, uh, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because you've been taught. Yes. That's the, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You've been breadcrumbed. Exactly. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, you know, and it's hard like for somebody of that age who their entire life has been pounded into their head that this is how it is. And, you know, it's, it's hard. It's just hard for them to like see it any other way because they, I do think that for Catholics or Christians, whoever believes in, you know, that God only likes certain people, that is a fear of going to hell. It's a real fear for them, you know, that they're going to spend eternity in hell. Yeah. So, and I think also it's hard when you're not, when you like, you know what, you know, yeah, right. You know what, you know, yeah. I have yet to meet a religious person who knows what they, you know, it's like, I know this because it says it in the Bible. Cause it was told it's not, I, I just know this. Right. I, you know, because anybody who pays attention to their intuition, whatever, there's just certain shit. You know what you know, and nobody can tell you different. Yeah. So it's just, you know, the whole thing for me, I just wish, you know, you know, a lot of uh, religious people are going to be angry, but I just wish there wasn't organized religion. Same. Same. I just I do wish too. there wasn't. I, you know, I think. Cause it's all, and, and again, all the things that this, this episode is just going to be all the things that, all the shit that Fran has taught me throughout the years, <laughs> all the religions are connected, you know, like mm-hmm. if you strip away the, the, um, structure of all of them, it's yeah. literally all the same shit. Yeah. And so there'd be a lot less fighting. There'd be a lot less political unrest. There'd be a lot less, um, bullshit if we just stripped it all the, the, the constructs of it. Um, I have a question though. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, and this is just my curiosity. Do you ever still like, even with all the things that you've experienced, 
do you ever still question where we go when we die or like what happens or you're at the point where you don't okay give it to me then why only because i've spoken to like so many people from the other side yeah and they all say the same thing what do they say um for actually my nephew who was just i felt his excitement of how the energy you can manipulate energy and how everything is just is just nothing but love you know and it's hard to imagine when you're in the human body yeah never having judgment never having fear just constantly in a state of love you know i do know um I had a little boy come to me one time. I don't know if I told you that story. Did I tell you that story about the little boy? I think boy? you might have, yeah. That's when I realized, that's when it clicked in my head because he was terrified. His mother, his brother, his sister did not want to cross over because they were terrified of the father. And I did in that moment because this was all like a little bit much for me because it was a little boy, you know, and the father killed them all. Um. I did. I was like, Jesus, like, you gotta give me the words because I don't know what to do with this. And I literally saw, which is what I think the Bible calls purgatory is in reality. It's when we cross over and we do, we do have a moment where we have to actually feel the pain we've caused others, you know? So that to me, in that moment, that's how I took it. Is oh, so this is what the Bible is talking about. It's that so because you have to go through that. You have to. I'm not sure why, because I've never really asked why about that. I, I should though. I should do that. Um, but that's where the father was. And I saw it as the way I saw it was the father. And it was almost like he was, I don't know, there was like energy walls like here, you know, and his rest of his family was here and he he couldn't get to them until he actually felt everything that he did damn so and that's what i told them i just well i told the little boy tell your mom tell you know that dad's not gonna go where they're going but they they need to go you know but he's not gonna go there that's my next literally my next question do you believe in a hell and if so what do you think it is? I don't believe in a hell. Neither do I. But I think, I do think if we, if that's our belief system, and if that's where we really believe we're going to go, because I've seen like videos of people, you know, near death experiences, and they say they went to hell and it doesn't, I don't feel it. I just, it, you know, I don't, but I think for some people, like when you die, I know your loved ones come for you. They're there. They're there. But if you are still, if you're in that state of fear and I was a shitty person and I'm going to hell, I think that's what you're going to see. Don't think you could see the light if you're stuck in the dark. Yes. If you don't want to see the light. The but way- I do think, I know they're there. I know every right. time somebody passes, 
Yep. They, they just all come in, you know, they're there for you to help you cross over, make sense of it, the whole bit. But yeah, if you're stuck in the dark, it's, and you don't want to see the light, you're not going to see the light. So I think some people may experience that. Yeah. I don't know like how long you would stay in that state, you know, if I'm right. Um, I think you are. Cause I have that same feeling like, yeah. when people ask me like, you know, and I still grapple with it to this day. Like what if mm-hmm. I'm wrong? You know, like I'm very skeptical. I, I, I had a moment of years where I became a complete, like, like atheist. And I was just like, we go nowhere when we die. Like I just like, completely lost my faith for a couple of years. <laughs> so that's still in there for yeah. me. Um, but when people ask, I, I kind of say the same thing. Like the way I put it is like, we're all, whether we're here on this physical plane or in another dimension, I think that everything is frequency and whatever frequency you're vibrating at or your soul is vibrating at is it's going to match that when, mm-hmm. when you die. Yeah. The dimension that you go to. I agree. And so if you're even, and again, doing shitty things to people and being a shitty person does make you low vibe, but you know, like, yeah. so, I mean, but then also there's that, because when you do shitty things to people and you don't give a fuck about people, and you don't, you don't lead with the heart, you're operating from all ego, but like also comes the guilt <laughs> and yes. guilt, guilt is not a high vibe emotion at all. And so when you die, you bring that with you and yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you create your own hell. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, cause I, I have never like anybody that has ever come to me from the other side, it's always just this happy, like loving. It's always just, you know, which is probably why I love doing that too, is because of how the energy that I feel. It's you just feel like, it. it's like total bliss, you know? Yeah. It's oh, just yeah. total bliss. Do you, okay. This is a good question. I don't think I've ever asked you this. So like years ago, you know, I was a little um, chicken shit. Like I was afraid of my own shadow, like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I remember you always telling me like, just stop. <laughs> like I was just always, I was always afraid. I was afraid to call. I remember you telling me calling Archangel Michael and I was like, I'm scared. Like, what's gonna- <laughs> no, you know? I know. <laughs> so like every, I was just afraid of it all. And so as I got older, like I realized what you tell them to do, that's how they, how you, what you ask them, they have to like really respect you, you know? So mm-hmm. I always, I always said, if y'all are going to, cause I always felt shit. If y'all are going to come to me, just come in dreams. Like, mm-hmm. cause I'll be able to handle it. Yeah. So, so I've had many, you know, that's how I was my, my grandmother passed away in March. Um, and actually the day before your birthday, I'm just realizing that mm-hmm. she passed away. I had a series of dreams weeks before that showed me how she was going to pass. Once she passed, I had dreams about her and like, it was fine. But throughout the years, I've realized there's a place. And I don't know if you've been here either, probably an in-between place Mm -hmm. where you can meet Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And there's like, and so anytime I've met anybody who's passed in this in-between place, 
I'm telling you right now, it's like a vacation. It's like a home away from like a home away from home vacation. There's water. There's like docks, how I see it. There's restaurants and ice cream parlors. And every single time, like you said, I see somebody who's who's passed in my life. Unless they um, unless they have that guilt still and then they can't move on to the happy place. Mm -hmm. Anybody anytime I've seen somebody who's crossed over, they're just like. Like, yes. it's the best yeah. thing ever, you know? Yes. <clears throat> and I think the shame of it, it, well, maybe it's not a shame, but I wish like we could remember, you know, like before we come in, like we could remember what, what it was like when we were over there. Yeah. But I guess, you know, if we did, then we wouldn't be here long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, sorry, I'm out and go back. <laughs> right. Like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's to me, it's, you know, I'm not afraid of going um, because I know like what's there, you know, it's just going to be, it's just, it's just awesome over there. The, I think the weird thing is like how you go, you know, yeah. for me anyway. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm okay dying I just you know can I just like do it in an easy way <laughs> right right can I you know go in my sleep yeah something like that but which I also think that is planned also because I do think we do we come in with just certain shit that's just set like soul contracts you think you do absolutely absolutely I should have never no I'm just kidding I, actually whatever well, you know it's <laughs> funny because me and Fran, you know, Franny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always used to say that, you know, we must have been doing drugs when we made out our plan because like, what the hell? Why would I sign for that? <laughs> yes, but, you know, see, that's another reason why I think organized religion just screws us over is if you knew, like, okay, I came in to experience this to get this lesson so my soul will grow. Simple. Instead of God's punishing you because you didn't go to church or you didn't give the church enough money or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, or God's punishing you because you're gay or God's punishing you because you have an abortion or God's punishing you for whatever. Right. Because, you, you know, meat. yeah, because you ate meat on Friday. <laughs> so, you know, if we were just all taught that at a very young age, that everything that, and well, I shouldn't say everything. I think we do create a lot of our own shit also. Oh yeah. But if you pay attention to, if you kind if you were in the state of going with the flow, you know, and shit hits you out of nowhere, then you'll know, okay, you got to take a step back. Did I bring this shit in? What did I do to create this? Or and what lesson am I supposed to be getting from this and get it and move on to the next thing? Yeah. But we're not taught that. Shit no. Because that's no. all that is. That's really we're, all that is. We're taught to blame things outside of ourselves. And, and like no. a lot of spiritually, like for like you, again, you know this, but what I've, what I've learned in my own experience is a lot of my awakenings had to come when I fucking took accountability for my shit and yeah and i still have to take accountability for my shit right mm. um not none of us want to do that <laughs> no we don't 
like there's probably somebody listening right now that's like, are they kidding? Like, I didn't ask for this. And it's like, no, you may not have in in the waking life, but before you came here, yeah, you did. Either that or you created it from your own thought patterns now, you know, so it, yeah, it's a lot though. It is. It's a lot when you think about it. Yeah. But, um, I remember, God, there was this woman that I used to work with and, um, one of the guys who worked there had addictions and, you know, he got clean and everything. And this woman was a she used to play Christian music, you know, at work, <laughs> which, you know, if that's what makes you happy, fine, but not everybody's on that page. But anyway, that's funny. so he picked up and he started doing drugs again. And I, she said to me, she's like, Satan got a hold of him. This is all Satan. Satan did this. I'm like, well, why are you blaming Satan? Like, why isn't he responsible for him doing it? <laughs> you know what I mean? He, right. He's the one who picked up, you know, she's like, oh no, Satan got his claws in him. And it's just like, okay, so if everything bad is Satan's fault, so we, what, we're not responsible for anything? Right. So right. we're not responsible for making bad choices. So then, so what does that mean? Should there not be a consequence for our bad choices because Satan made us do it? You know, it's just like that whole thing is so weird to me. Cop out. I don't get it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But if that, and that's the thing. And like, even for me, you know, there are some people who probably think I'm gay because Satan got a hold of me, right? Well, then why yell at me? Yell at Satan. Like, why am I the bad? Exactly. Why are you being punished? (laughs) Right. Why do you hate me? You got a hold of me. I had no fucking control over it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's very, um... Uh, con- not condescending, contradictory. You know, it's like, well, which one is it? Is it I'm a, I'm bad because I'm gay, or is it I'm just an innocent bystander who was bystander, yeah. right? Yeah, make like, up really, your mind. At the end of the day, the two can not that not that that's all bullshit. But like the the idea of free will and predetermined destiny, and they can exist in the same yes life. Yeah. And I, I think that was hard for me to come to terms with, too. Like at times I'm like, OK, well, if I have free will and like everything is free will and I have choices, then like I, you almost get to you ever hear of nihilism where it's like nothing fucking matters then. Like there's no purpose to anything and nothing matters. Yeah. Yeah. I had gotten to that point. I mean, I was in a deep depression, so but I'd gotten to that point and the light had been like snuffed out and I'm like, okay, well, yeah. Okay. I chose this. So then nothing fucking matters. And like, I'm not supposed to, there's no such thing as fate. It's like, no, you kind of, you know what you could probably, how would you, how would you explain the two? Like, how would you say it? Like free will and fate and free will and destiny. Like, how would you put them together? Someone had explained it to me as, analogy of you build your house right your house is pre-built yeah it's firm the foundation strong nothing will move everything is the way it's supposed to be then you come in and you put up curtains you know you put a chair here or a chair there it was explained to me like that so it's kind of like okay so the basic outline is 
is there. We wrote yeah. the basic outline and there is a lot of room for free will. I love that. Because there has to be, you know, so I really truly believe like everything we do, every small action, every small, whatever, how small it is, sends a ripple. And you got two choices. You send a positive ripple or you send a negative ripple, you know, and we all send negative ripples. And we do, I mean, God, I've given people the finger on the highway, you know what I mean? <laughs> like every, we all do, <laughs> you know, but I think it's, I think that's how it is. So we can put shitty curtains in our home or we can put pretty curtains in our home. It's that's our free will. We yeah. have that free will, but our house is built. Before we come and incarnate, we build our house over there. Right. And so that's like, it. like if your purpose, I get that. Like if your purpose is to, I don't know, fucking heal people, you'll get there in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of choose it. If your purpose, if you're meant to marry this person, do you believe that too? Do you believe that we're meant to? I think we choose before we come down. Who we're going to be with. Oh, absolutely. Who we're going to be with. And the reasons why, you know, it's like, all right. So, so that's why, like, you can't hate the people who screw you over, you know, because they've yeah. played a part in your life for a reason. Yeah. And we get all caught up in the hurt feelings and the, you know, whatever, but they, they chose to come and play the bastard in your life, you know, so, or the bitch. You know, so you have to kind of say, well, thank you, because now I got that lesson. So thank you, because you're helping me now move along. And that I really, I really, truly believe that. I think we choose our children. I think our children, you know, like we sit there with our kids and they're like, okay, yeah, I'll take you. You know, you give me this lesson. I'll give you that lesson. I do. I I think all of that is we decide before we come in. I think so, too. And, And, you know going back to what you said about the bastards and bitches in our lives. Like <laughs> yeah. I always, and, and again, you have to have a level, I think of self-reflection as well. Like you have to, Oh be, God. Yeah. There's an openness that you need to approach this shit with. If you're just like, everybody has done shit to me and I am the victim in my life and whatever, you're never going to learn yeah. why those people had to step in or, or do that, you know, really royally fuck you over. I've looked back at my relationships and one of my most tumultuous ones. And I've thought to myself as yeah, as angry as I've been with her. And as much as I look at her now and I, um, I have love for her, but I look at her and I more so feel bad because it's like, okay, you have lessons to learn. You still haven't learned and that's on you. Right. It's more of a, that sort of, mm, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I can understand why she came into my life and had to literally shake my entire shit to the core. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, a move, like it had to happen that way, like to move me in a certain direction. I wouldn't be here. Even that I wouldn't be here today without that experience. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think you're a hundred percent. You're always fucking right with this. Well, shit. No, I'm, I'm really not, <laughs> but I know for me, and I started this like a long time ago, when I realized that people are in your life for a reason, no matter what. And um, when I would have, you know, a really shitty, whatever relationship with someone, I would write, 
and I would write like first it would be like the angry like you know blah 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 they did this da, 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 all that shit and then the second part of it once you get all that out is okay yeah. so what about this did I did I learn what do I now know about me that I didn't know before this person fucked me over or screwed me sorry no, um curse away girl curse away um that's what helped me is but that always helps me writing shit down like that and I started making it a habit of whenever I got pissed off at somebody when somebody would do something I would always like have to take a step back and say okay like exactly why is it pissing, pissing me off are they reflecting me back to me yeah. like oh shit yes like it's, you know when you have those oh shit moments like oh god yeah I've been petty like they're being petty right now you know, or stupid yeah. shit like that. But when something hits you like that, when something is just, like, just like irks you, or you don't even know why, you have to take a step back and look at it. And most of the time, well, actually for me, it's because they're just reflecting back to me a part of me that I don't want to look at. Yeah, I don't want to acknowledge. It's a mirror, know, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, and you have to. You have to accept the shadow and the light, like we all do, because we've all got it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah it's, I really think that everything, everybody we meet, every situation we're in is just, there's a reason and there's something good to get from it. And I, you know, and I, I was talking to Richie about like the whole COVID, you know, like when we had the lockdown and everything. I mean, outside of the whole politics of all of it, I think on a spiritual level, that was for people to say, you know what? I like working from home or, you know what? I'm glad I don't have to go to that job. I hate that freaking job. Let me yeah. find something else. It was all about that whole thing being restructured and people realizing. So wait a second. I don't have to work at a job. I literally hate <laughs> 40 yeah. hours a week. I can do something else. It kind of pushed a lot of people to actually do what they want to do. Yeah. You know, I was, and it's funny too, because but I think I need to be, the universe really needs to push me to do everything. Cause I don't, you know, I talk you're, a lot of shit, but I don't Pis- do it. You're a Pisces. That's why. <laughs> I hated Walgreens. I hated it. I hated dealing with the people. And I just, I literally hated it. The whole thing. My store manager was not a nice human. Um, and I was always aggravated and tired and stressed. And I didn't realize which is another thing too. Didn't realize how stressed I was till I didn't have to go back. Mm-hmm. And you get so used to living with that kind of stress. It becomes the norm and it shouldn't be the norm. It's just no. not the norm. It's not how we're supposed to function. We're not supposed to function in fight or flight. No. All times, you know? No. And, and the I- way that whole thing happened too was, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, 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 don't be sorry. Cause Richie had COVID. So he was home with COVID. So I was home taking care of him. And while I was home, I was like, you know what? Cause for two years, I kept saying, I want out of this place. I hate it here. I want to work from home. Never really did anything about it though. And I just went on the computer, looked up, work at home tech, you know, pharmacy techs, put an application in next day. I got a phone call. See, and that's another thing too, I think the universe rewards you when you do take that action 
So like, I feel like you doing this even, right. And like, like kind of breaking that, that little fear. That fear. <laughs> yeah. I think like, you're going to text me in a couple of days and you're going to be like, holy shit, you'll never guess what happened in some sort of like manifestation or something is just going to like, I just have a feeling because well, those cards and I don't remember what the spread looked like. It's, pro- it's probably in my phone I have now. It. I remember have it. I sent you that spread? That was a good spread. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, and, but if you think about it, like, this shouldn't be that much of a big deal. But I had to flip cards on it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Everybody's got their own shit. Yeah. Shit. You know? Uh, um, and like. It, it could even, like you said, it could even go back to like past life shit for whatever fucking reason. I really think it is. I do. You do. Um, because I've been, yeah, I don't, I come out of the spiritual closet with certain people, you know? Yeah. You like were probably, you, you were probably like, um, burned at the stake. Burned at the stake. Yeah. <laughs> right. You were definitely, a lot of women have that, you know, like that, um, fear of of telling people even me i'm like i'm afraid to to tell certain people you know like what people are going to say about me reading tarot and whatever Mm -hmm. um because of that yeah that fucking stigma but you yeah you were definitely burned for sure 100 percent probably you and danielle probably yeah yeah i think she was too y'all were probably sisters in a past whatever it was y'all burned together mother and daughter in a past life that like y'all were conjuring something up something and got caught (laughs) we're in the middle of the woods with the cauldron (laughs) right 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 like doing a chant and a fucking jig in the woods yeah definitely you know yeah, it's, it's just weird. You know, it, it's weird that that because it's something that I've always been drawn to and it's something that I love. But at the same time, I don't want people to know. It's like, right. it's, you know, well, it's so it's just a weird kind of, well, yeah, oops. <laughs> cats out of the bag now. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I should, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have you flip on that one day. I will. That fear comes from. I'm going to, I want to, I want to know now on my own curiosity, but, um, I genuinely, you have to be back because I've taken a lot of your time now, but I need, that's fine. I need more. I've enjoyed this. So have I. I mean, literally, like I said, going back to the beginning, we always did this even when i was 16 17 we we did we did you know we discussed everything you know a little bit of everything broke everything down and you know right like i know life should be right (laughs) and you and i could do this for fucking four like we've done it (coughs) for three hours at a time and it's like oh shit but wait what time is it anyway right now it is 3 30 here it's 3 30 here it's 1230. Okay. So we haven't been really what? An hour. An hour. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like an hour. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Work. But but yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'll I'll I have no problem doing this again. Yes. Because there's so much to talk about. Yo, no. There really is. Even if you friggin' come on once a month, like and we just shoot the shit like this, yeah. like what's going on in the world. This has yeah. probably been the most stimulating conversation i've had in a very long time with like a guest, yeah. you know 
Like I'm just oh, I'm a guest. I feel so you so are. You're, you're a guest. <laughs> Here you are. Oh shit. But seriously, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you. Cause yeah, you're helping me big time. Well, we have and the card said it. The card said that we would help each other. Yes, they did. We would work yes, together. They did. Yeah. That's right. So I have to do my mediumship and you have to do your card. Yes, ma'am. Maybe next time we'll I'll try to connect and you do a reading. Okay. I'm totally if that's down. what we're being pushed to do. I'm a little scared, but I'm totally down. So am I, but you know, we gotta go with the flow. You gotta face the fear. All right. Yeah. Well, I I I love the shit out of you. Thank you. I love you too, honey. I and do. We will talk soon. Yes. Um, I'm gonna send this to you. You watch it back. You let me know. <laughs> so enjoy. Thank you so I'm much. I'm gonna have to send it to Danny because she was like, You better call me the minute you're done with If you me. if you want, I can cut this part out, but if you want. I'll um send it to her once it I'll send her the raw version okay. of it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Mwah. Love you, baby. You I take it you. easy. You too. All right. Bye, hon. Bye. <laughs>